98.5 The Bull is today's hot country. Good morning. You got Tig and Daniel. A sound of moolah coming up at um, 710 is worth $650. Hey, Daniel. Kept your kid over the weekend, Tig. I was doing a little bit of babysitting, and uh, me and him went over to Reesers. We were looking for bird seed or something like that. I don't think he saw this, but you might see this every now and again. This was the Reesers there on uh, 15th, kind of close over there, that neighborhood you live in. And uh, we get out of the car, walking into the grocery store, and all of a sudden, a guy that I guess was uh, a bit drugged out or something was walking toward us, and he was ranting and raving. Yeah. Did your son, I don't think he saw it or noticed. He didn't tell me if he did. I don't think he did, but uh, the guy was just cussing me and him out. And I mean, calling us every name under the book. You and my seven-year-old, he's cussing oh, us out? Oh, yeah. Wow. He was like, you, blah, 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 don't help me. And I'm like, uh. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. It was scary. It was kind of scary to me because then it's like if I have to get into an altercation with this guy, that would terrify your son to see me try to fight. Oh, of course, somebody. yeah, it'd be traumatizing. But you know, the city of Tulsa has this thing where you can text in donations now. So I don't know if it's going to be effective because the idea is if somebody asks you for two dollars, you say no. You know what I'm going to no, do? No. I'm going to text two dollars to the city to help you out. This is the scary part about it. He wasn't asking for no money. He's just cussing us out. Oh. Like, I can almost deal with, hey, you got a couple of dollars. No, I don't. Mm -hmm. This guy didn't ask nothing. He was just cussed, like, just letting us know his disdain for us. I think he'd gotten into the wrong stuff, like I said, but uh, yeah. I uh, we went on into the store, but I had to keep looking back, make sure this guy wasn't following us. Oh, so he was that aggressive. You thought he, like, picked y'all out to pick on. No, he was mad at the world, mm. and he was just letting everybody know that he was upset. And I'm just like, thinking this guy's going to walk into the wrong the wrong person that's not going to take too kindly to get him cussed out. Yeah. I kind of see that this guy's out of his mind. You know, you meet somebody with a foul temper, there's just no telling what's going to happen to him. It could be uh, not good ending for him. What do you think it is? Like, half the time people are, like, you know, they're just out of it, like, laying there on the sidewalk almost zombie-like, and then sometimes they are furious. Is there a difference in what they're taking? I, I don't know the answer. I mean, there's definitely, like, we've, we've lived in cities where we've had homeless issues and... Um, you know, it's heartbreaking in a way, but around here, the the people I see when I drive to work in the morning in Tulsa, like, they don't pay attention to the crosswalks. They don't pay attention to red lights. Like, I don't know what they're spaced out on, but it's bad. And guess what? They don't re wear reflectors either. So when you're driving down here in the dark in downtown Tulsa, it's just a matter of time, I think, right? Before something bad happens? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think people get hit sometimes, but I'm just trying to figure out what is it that was making maybe like one out of 20 people you see like one day i was driving and i saw a guy in the intersection he was trying to fight cars at a four-way stop and i don't mean like one particular car he's trying to fight every car that came by yeah and i don't know what that is that's sad but um i don't know what that is is that fentanyl or something that we hear about in the news i that, thought that, that made you sleepy see i'm so bad at drugs i don't know yeah, any i don't know any does. rules about them but this anyway, guy was, uh, he was not excited about that big meat sale at Reesers. He was uh, cussing me, <laughs> me and other your things son on out. His yeah. mind. Yeah. He's <laughs> mad at your kid for some reason. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Hey, good morning, Daniel. Tig, I need to go to one of these city council meetings. You see sometimes these clips where I guess people get up and talk about whatever they want, and sometimes it's the, uh, the craziest stuff, right? I imagine it's quite entertaining. Have you been to one of these? Yeah, I go because uh, I'm involved in my neighborhood and stuff, and so I'll go to the city... Uh, the city hall, and I'll see these people get up and yeah. stuff. Yeah. And how long are they allowed to speak? Um, they try to set rules, but what will happen is they say, listen, it is y'all's turn to speak. 
but we only want to hear about your issue with stop signs. And everybody agrees, and then somebody gets up there and says something totally different. Uh, there's a, a story kind of going around today here in Tulsa. This guy, name is, his name is Henry. He moved to Tulsa from California during the uh, pandemic. And what Henry loves to do is he loves to watch rabbits. So he's got some rabbits in his backyard. Now, he's made like a tent for them. He feeds them vegetables several times a day. But he's getting a lot of letters from the city. Uh, it's a city ordinance he's violating. He's getting a bunch of letters because he's got these 11 rabbits in his backyard, and they keep sending him letters and things like that. He's got a tent out there for them with air conditioning, water, feeds them fresh vegetables, and uh, he gets getting hit up by the city to get rid of these rabbits because of this ordinance. Now, he's got 11 rabbits, and he's like, the city says you have to, hold on, here's what it says. Uh, rabbits kept in areas not zoned for agriculture must be kept in a building at least 50 feet away from any residence. So now the city's on to him, and they keep sending him these uh, letters about yeah, his rabbits. Yeah, but I got to say, I've got 11 rabbits That's, by accident. That was going to be my next point. I went for a walk yesterday with my dog, and I must have saw 1,100 rabbits <laughs> in Midtown. I don't know what's going on, but rabbits are everywhere. They are. And now this guy named Henry is going to have to go speak at the city council. Uh-oh. He wants to push to change the ordinance. He's got a court date set for next month. Is he hurting anybody? I mean, I have rabbits in my yard, but I'm not taking care of them. But is he hurting anybody by giving them a little tent? I mean, I don't think so. He kind of feels like, hey, this is a big waste of money here for the city. It kind of is. I like, mean, they're, sitting, they're holding this guy to court. You think about the things you ask the city for and they can't get around to it, but they're on this guy about the rabbit thing. Mm -hmm. Right? You know what I'm saying? I get it. But, I mean, uh, I, to me, I kind of see both sides. A rule's a rule. Yeah, you know, I what if you. the guy had a bunch of roosters out there and they're crowing all <laughs> yeah, hours of the yeah, night and right, things like right. that? But, they probably uh, have to draw a line somewhere. But it's hard to say, for, especially for rabbits, because especially in Midtown, I mean, I just, in your neighborhood over there, uh, close to 15th, I see any given time, and I tell people this all the time, if I'm over at Tig's house any given time, I see at least, if I just look around slowly, I can see at least 20 rabbits. You, you can. This time of year, they're everywhere. I'm thinking about selling tickets. Or if you want to see a rabbit, I'll, I'll let you sit on my porch for an hour. I need to contact the city and be like, hey, man, this Ty guy, he's uh, raising <laughs> rabbits over in his backyard, just releasing them out into the wild. You need to haul him in. Here we go. It's time to win cash with Ty and Daniel and the sound of moolah on 98.5 The Bull. Got a $650 chance, Ty, to identify this sound, the sound of moolah. I'll play it again. Sorry. Okay, you said you didn't go out of your way for this. You didn't go mm -hmm. to uh, another universe to get this sound. This uh, is regular stuff, but uh, the thing is, is that that could be like 100 things, so. I know. I've decided that if nobody gets it today, I'm just going to have to t go home tonight and re-record the sound on the same thing I recorded it on because I don't think anybody's going to get this sound. So you're going to get a different audio perspective of the same sound. Same thing, yeah. Got it. All right, so let's take caller number 9, 918 Wait, what? 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. And uh, we'll see if we can get that sound. Pretty hard sound. Well, that's why it's worth so much now. 650 bucks. 98.5 The Bull. It's time to win cash with Ty and Daniel and the sound of moolah on 98.5 The Bull. Ty, I'd like to introduce you to Tish. She's calling from Porter, Oklahoma. She's an office manager. How are you today, Tish? I'm good. I don't think I've been to Porter yet. If Ty and I were to go to Porter this weekend, what would there be to do? Um, not a whole lot, but in July, the Porter Pizzas. 
order of peaches, Tag. Oh. Do you enjoy peaches, Tag? Yes. From time to time, do y'all grow them in Porter? We do. There you go. All right. Well, you say you're 88% sure you know what the sound of moolah is. Yes. All right. Well, nobody's even gotten close so far, so Tig is going to play that sound for you one more time. Here it is. Tish, are you prepared to guess the sound of moolah? Yes. Tish, what is your guess? Plays. The microwave door. Is it opening a mi- and shutting? Is it a microwave door opening and shutting? It is not, Tish. In fact, that was the last guess yesterday at 9 10. Oh, I missed it. Yeah. Okay. You, but uh, let everybody know there at the office that. You can see all the wrong answers at thebulltulsa.com so you don't double guess. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Tish. Also, uh, if you uh, pull up the Tiger Daniel podcast, Daniel, it's a show replay, so everything we talk about here just goes up on the podcast a little bit later. And so you can isolate this sound and listen to it on repeat because it's in your phone. Try to study that because now, Daniel, we got to add $50 to the jackpot. We're at $650 now. If we add $50 to that, how much do we come out at? For our next chance at 810. 810 will be a $700. Yes. Tiger, coming up, I've got a a moral dilemma for you. This just happened to me yesterday, and I'm trying to decide if this is right or wrong. You know, we've discussed this kind of thing before. Like, if you were at McDonald's and you don't buy anything, if you just walk in there and got a handful of ketchup out of the thing, would that be wrong or right? What did you finally decide on that? Well, when I was going to Sunday school, the uh, the teacher said that's wrong. Mm-hmm. Even though it is technically free, they expect you to have bought something from McDonald's. Well, I wish we could get your Sunday school teacher on the line for this dilemma. This might be the uh, the He's biggest. Uh oh. Oh. Maybe there's somebody else <laughs> that could help me with this because this is this is way more difficult and complex than oh wow than this little nothing this little tiny situation you had back in the day. This is. This is big time, buddy. I mean, people are going to be debating this for years to come, I'll All be right. honest well, with you. Well, I'm excited. You haven't told me what this is, so uh, I'm kind of excited. So that's uh, next here on 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. Daniel, the uh, the sound of moolah here on 98.5 The Bull is now worth $50 more. We didn't get a right answer at 710. So how much are we up to now, Daniel? I believe we're up to $700 now. And here is the uh, sound real quick. So uh, join us at 810 for our next chance to guess. Good morning, Daniel. Good morning. Uh, everybody, I think in Sunday school at some point or another, had this question that is you go to McDonald's or something and you get a uh, you get some salt and pepper packets or you get some uh, ketchup packets without buying anything is that stealing and you said you guys also in your Sunday school class debated that particular yeah I thought situation. it was cool to take ketchup but the uh, the guy who was teaching Sunday school said no because McDonald's would have expected you to buy something there and then you get the free ketchup but it's technically like you can't get arrested for it but is it morally acceptable well you know that situation is nothing compared to the dilemma that i faced and continue to face today 
All right, what is that? All right, so you might need to make some notes on this when you really want to think about the philosophy of the whole thing and ethically if it's right or wrong. Okay. So as we know, I've moved close to a Panera bread, and at Panera there's a program called Sips, and that's where you pay $10 a month and you get unlimited coffee and soda, right? That's right. So anytime I go in there and get my drink, I am technically a paying customer. I bought this new house. It does not have a microwave. I'm in the Panera yesterday. I noticed that there's a microwave at the like around the drink station. Underneath where the coffee is, there's a microwave. So if you get a bagel, you can microwave that bagel. I don't have a microwave. I really enjoy microwave popcorn. <laughs> is it morally okay if when I go over there to get my sips, if I were to take a bag of microwave popcorn? In other words, is it morally okay to make my microwave popcorn at Panera? <laughs> I don't I don't know why you would be so quickly uh, rush to judgment number 1 I'm technically a paying customer. Well, what do you guys think? 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. Panera has that in there because the expectation is you're heating up food you bought at Panera, not bringing <laughs> like your leftover meatloaf and popcorn and things over there, right? But listen, if I am a member of SIPS and I am paying, I'm a paying customer every time I go in there. I think I'm allowed to use the microwave. I don't think so. Hey, it's Tiger Daniel. Could you turn down your radio just a little bit, please? All right. All right. Oh, man. Uh, what's your name? All right. David. David, and uh, are you a, a theologian or somebody that can help us with this moral and ethical debate? I can help you with that. Un immoral and unethical debate. Now, how so? Buy you a microwave. Yeah, he says you shouldn't use theirs. Why would I not use theirs? They provide it for customers. I'm a customer. If I go in there and buy a drink, should I be able to take my meatloaf sandwich in there and heat it up? That's your no. business. Well, why not? <laughs> because if you buy it there, heat it up there. Uh, if you buy the popcorn there, heat it up there. Let me propose this to you. When you go into Quick Trip, there's also a microwave available. Yes. Now, they don't specify on a sign or anything that says, hey, you can use this microphone for only things you purchased at Quick Trip, because I pe see people coming in there all the time getting drinks and heating up their lunches. Well, no. You do what you got to do, but uh, I think it's unethical. Thank all right, you. We got one for unethical. Well, you got two because I said you can't use their. Well, they you expect didn't you to explain warm your up case. A, you just hit a buzzer. They expect you to warm up like uh, whatever they sell up in there. I don't even know. Hey, good morning. Who's this? <laughs> this is Katie. Katie. Yeah. Yeah. Hi. Um, yeah, regarding that popcorn thing, I mean, if you think about it, a lot of people, they go to certain restaurants because they have certain dietary restrictions or allergies. Popcorn is not something that they, you know, is on that menu. So it's not something you would expect to smell when you walk into a Panera or see. But, I mean, what about people with allergic restrictions? Yeah, that's right. You're, you could be pos You could be possibly bringing in something that they're allergic to and they were going to that restaurant because they knew that, it wasn't sold there. Yeah, you know, like my kid can't bring peanuts to school because they got a situation there. Yeah, yeah she makes yeah. a good point. What if somebody's allergic to the corn? She's suggesting that someone's allergic to the smell of popcorn? No. <laughs> no, not allergic to the smell of popcorn. I'm just saying it doesn't have to just be popcorn because I'm sure there's a lot of other people with the same thought process of you. You're a paying customer. Why can't you bring in something that you want? But 
you also have to think if it's not sold there, I wouldn't heat it up there. But I mean, shoot, if you buy your own bagel, I mean, bring it in and heat it up. But popcorn, that's a little weird. But isn't wheat made of corn? What? That's totally no. different things, isn't it? <laughs> Flour yeah, made of something. I don't totally. know what. <laughs> and, you know, that's my thing, Ty. I would sneak and make my microwave popcorn in there if not for uh, popcorn really, like, smells up the place. <laughs> popcorn is very overpowering, that's for sure. I mean, if you are angry, as an angry hey, customer. You can't speak? Yeah. <laughs> if you're an angry customer, I mean, heat up the popcorn and go at it because that'll definitely fill up that place. Yeah, the, my big thing is what if I burned it? You know, everybody's been in that break room oh. or somebody when somebody's burned popcorn. Your your membership would definitely be magically disappearing for sure. Do you know anybody at corporate over at Camera, uh, Panera? I could uh, run this by. Do you do you know anybody? Probably Google. Just Google <laughs> I said, do you know it. anybody You'll over at corporate? She said, probably Google. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, just just Google the number. You'll find corporate. Well, thank you so much for the call. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Bye. All right, so moral dilemma, Daniel, want to reset? Uh, yeah, I, uh, I have a, a membership to the Sips Club at Panera. I pay $10 a month for my uh, coffee and drinks, and I feel like as a paying customer, I should be able to use the microwave that's provided. Uh, Tig and everybody else so far seems to think that that is a sin. What's it your name? It is unethical. It is unethical? What? Yes. Unfortunately, it is. I, I don't see how, guys. It's I'm a paying customer. That don't matter. You, you buy it there, you can warm it up there. You don't buy it there, you can't. All That's right. That's just my opinion, though. I guess you're, I mean, everybody, this seems like 100% people uh, are. I, yeah, I guess I'm not so. 100% agreeable with it because I have to say at least 50% because I have my wife beside me. But uh, <laughs> I would say, <laughs> I would say it's unethical. He's scared. <laughs> uh, ask your wife what she thinks. What do you think? She said no. No. It's unethical. Oh, okay. Well, 100% unethical. Yeah, I guess it would be then. Well, what you need to know about me is I'm a bit of an outlaw. Yeah. <laughs> you really are. When I think about the people in history have been outlaws, yeah. like Jesse James and things. Yeah. And this guy's popping popcorn. Like, That's I think right. same, same breed of people, right? Yep. <laughs> right. Well, thanks for the call, man. Uh, Y'all have a great day. All right, you too. All right, Daniel, we got some business to continue on with. Uh, we got the bullfight coming up at 740. Who oh, are we man. For yeah, today? we're right up against that. It's Lady A tickets. Yeah. So oh, here my we go. gosh. Sorry, I'm glad you brought that up because I, uh, I had forgotten. Four minutes away here on 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Here we go, the bull. Oh, my goodness, Dana. We got two ladies on the line this morning, caller 9 and caller 10. Tig, we've got Kelly from Big Cabin going to be taking on Julie from Tahlequah. Kelly, uh, out in Big Cabin, what do you do for a living? Uh, I'm sorry, your phone was breaking up. Say again. Landscaping. Landscaping. And uh, Julie in Tahlequah, what do you do for a living? Um, I'm a nurse. All right. Well, uh, I'm sure... Either one of you guys could use a night out, especially that Tiger Daniel Party Cove Pass. This is for Lady A tickets. I'm going to name a Disney song, and you tell me what movie it's from. Uh, up first, Kelly. The song is Arabian Nights. What Disney movie is that from? Aladdin. Aladdin is correct. 
Julie, the song, do you want to build a snowman? That is from uh, Frozen. That is from Frozen. We are tied up one to one. Kelly, the song, Prince Ali. Ali? Prince Ali. Uh, I don't know. Come on. Uh, that was also from Aladdin. Oh, I knew that. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Julie, the song Let It Go. Oh. That is from Frozen. Kelly, what were you on for? It was, you seen Aladdin. Yeah, I know. All right, Kelly. The next song is the elegant Captain Hook. Peter Pan. Peter Pan is correct. Julie, the song is I Just Can't Wait to Be King. Lion King. Lion King is correct. Got Kelly at two, Julie at three. Kelly, the song is A Pirate's Life. Oh, is it Captain Hook? The movie would be Peter Pan again. I mean, <laughs> Julie, the song Circle of Life. Oh, Lion King. Lion King again. Kelly, final question here. The song Hakuna Matata. The Lion King. That is correct. Julie, get this one right. You've gotten every single one right. The song The Bare Necessities. Jungle Book. Jungle Book is correct. And with that, Julie has defeated Kelly in the 98-5, the bull fight. And she's also gotten every single one right. Julie, have you heard the show before when somebody gets every single one right? Do you know what happens? No. I must get down on one knee, reach into my pocket, and pull out an engagement ring and ask for your hand in marriage. Oh, I don't think my husband will mind. What? <laughs> you don't think he will mind? What? No, no. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Y'all weird. Well, Julie, uh, my new wife, uh, you have a decision to make. You can keep these tickets for you and your husband and your other husband, me, or you can give these to Kelly. No, I think I'll keep them. All right. Well, you hear that, Ty? Oh. Uh, Julie's going to keep the tickets. Are you going to take Daniel now that y'all are committed? Well, I mean, possibly. I guess it depends on how good my husband is. All right. This is really uncomfortable <laughs> for me and uh, everybody else. So, Julie, <laughs> congratulations. <laughs> You're going to go see Lady A at the River Spirit Casino Resort. That show is June 1st, okay? Okay. All right. What, what, what just happened? It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. Good morning. Daniel, you're the uh, ledger keeper for well, the Sound of Moolah. And how much are we up to here on 98.5 The Bull now for our Sound of Moolah coming up at 810? It's a $700 sound tie coming up in about uh, 20 minutes here or so. Good morning. I was going to ask you a question about this. I uh, There are certain things you, you just don't say to a lady. I don't think they like it. Women don't like certain things to be said to them. Would you agree? Uh, I know one word you cannot say to a lady. Well, what's that? Crazy. 
Yeah, you they probably don't like that. They don't, don't like, like that, that either. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I we said something to you earlier, and I was like, I would never say this to a lady, but you didn't seem to mind it that much. Uh, you were a little, you got a little aggravated, not at me, but somebody else. You're uh, throwing a bit of a fit, and I go, Oh, buddy, just relax. <laughs> and I think saying just relax is maybe a, is a useless bit of advice, right? You ever been? Uh, upset and somebody goes hey relax and then you just said oh okay i think i will relax yeah it's like i know i should relax i don't need to hear from you right but it didn't seem to offend you that bad no, that was good now if a lady is uh you're, you're especially your significant other is upset i would never ever ever say hey whoa just relax unless you like murder but i don't think gentlemen i don't think guys mind it that much would you rather hear hey man just relax or hey buddy lighten up I don't know. I didn't, it didn't offend me, but I have. Uh, there's certain buzzwords that I've gotten in big trouble over, and I didn't really mean anything by it. But, mm-hmm. but you know, like in a light argument, if I said, stop being so crazy, like that's. Yeah, don't. Yeah, you can't ever say that. I can say that, but guys can say that to each other. Yeah, I'm like, Daniel, don't be so crazy. It's okay. But if I say it to somebody else, Big trouble. Maybe the rule is plutonic friends can say it to each other, but if you're romantically involved with somebody, you can't say. They don't like it. But how about lighten up? Is that okay? Uh, the same family. I don't think you should say anything like that ever. <laughs> we like, got to Erase it from your vocabulary. I remember one time my dad said lighten up to a stranger in an elevator. Did it go well? You know, it actually went all right. All right. Uh, we had gotten into an elevator somewhere, and this guy and his wife get on the elevator, and uh, it was a crowded elevator, and the wife's like, oh, it's too crowded in here. And then my dad, you know, in his monotone voice goes, well, it is now. And then people in the elevator laughed, and that offended the guy because mm-hmm. he thought my dad had insulted his wife. So we get off the elevator, and these two start to confront each other. <laughs> and the guy goes, sir, that really was rude. And my dad goes, you need to lighten up, buddy. <laughs> and that somehow another worked. It actually worked. I don't know that the guy quite lightened up, but uh, it seems like men can say lighten up or relax to each other. But you can't you can't say that to your wife, right? No, no, of course not. That's <laughs> crazy. But I feel like I'll lighten sit there up silently is, and listen. Do you think lighten up is a little easier than relax? No, because it's like the same intent on what you said. It, it means you're not acting rationally, and nobody wants to hear that. What's the worst worst? Is it calm down? Just calm down? That's that's really bad. <laughs> Basically, you don't say anything to a lady ever. They- <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of rules. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. It's time to win cash with Ty and Daniel and the sound of moolah. On 98.5, the bull. Tag, the sound of moolah is worth $700. And uh, as we talked about earlier today, it's Teacher Appreciation Week. And joining me on the phone is Whitney, who is a teacher. But I'm confused, Whitney, because I was told Teacher Appreciation Week was last week. Yeah, yeah. I just just learned that this week, too, that it's National Teacher Appreciation Week, so we were early. Maybe I get a second week. (laughs) Okay. Well, uh, what do teachers really want for Teacher Appreciation Week? Um... Probably seven hundred dollars. I mean, do you want the honest answer? Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. <laughs> yes. What's the Mo- honest money? A raise. <laughs> what's the honest answer? Oh, more money. A little bit of a raise. I get it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, have you heard the sound of moolah? I have. Uh, would you like to hear it one more time before you attempt to guess? Yes. 
please. All right. All right, Whitney, that was it. That sound right now is worth $700. Are you prepared to guess the sound of moolah? I'm as ready as I'm going to be right now. <laughs> Whitney, what is your guess, please? Is it a microwave door opening is and a, closing? Is it a microwave door opening and closing? For the third time in a row, no, it is not a microwave door oh, opening. Dang it, closing. I forgot to check this morning. That was uh, 710's <laughs> guest this morning and the last guest, the last guest. Oh, darn uh, it. 910 yesterday. So I would get everybody to go to thebulltulsa.com and see all the wrong answers. All right, I check every morning. I forgot to this morning. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Well, that's all right. Uh, bad right. news for you, but good news for the next player because now that sound is worth $750. Well, you're welcome, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she did us a favor. Like, now it's worth more money. So we play in less than an hour, and thank you for the guests, and God bless you for being a teacher. I once went to my uh, kid's school, and I looked the teacher right in her face. I said, I'd have to be on drugs to do this job. So you know what I'm saying? Like, what you do is amazing. Yes, I do. <laughs> so well, I appreciate that. You're still eligible because uh, you didn't win, so... The silver lining is you can play. Everybody else can play. We're now, how much, Daniel, just to remind me? $750. It's a lot of moolah, Tug. It is. Well, thank you very much. Hope you have a great day with the kids. And um, I bet you're looking forward to summer for a little break, too, aren't you? I am. I am. Thank you, guys. And I will keep trying. (laughs) All right. Thank you very much. This is 98.5 The Bull. Today's got Hot Country. Tig and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. Again, the jackpot on our Sound of Moolah, Daniel, which we'll be playing at uh, 910 this morning. What are we up to now? We're up to, what is it, $750? So we'll get to that at... Uh... And let me point out really quickly, too. We've had opening and closing a microwave the last three times in a row at uh, 810, 710, and 910 yesterday morning. I assure you... It is not opening and closing a a microwave. So we can write that off, and we can guess something fresh. Yes, play. At 910 this morning on 98.5 The Bull. In the meantime, it's uh, Did You See, where we take a look at what the heck's going on around the world. And right here in Tulsa, we have Mother Red Market. Daniel one time went over there and stole one of their metal trays because you were angry, and you... (laughs) I guess you have this metal tray in your house now. Ty, uh, the problem was, the guy was rude to me, so whenever I finally got my food, I just got it and walked right out the door with it. Now, it was wrong. because You're like dad, man. Right. And it's not like I taught that particular place a lesson or that particular guy. I'm thinking about now sneaking it back into the Well, that'll be market. a good thing. Uh, or at be, least that's what I'm going to say on the air. You'll be right with the universe at that Should point. Should I return it? <laughs> Why not? I mean, what are you doing with that thing? Yeah, return it. But I wanted to tell you, there's another place in there that you can steal a metal tray from. Mm-hmm. It's called LaRue's Kitchen. And I'll be danged if they didn't just fling a craving on me. You know what that means? Where somebody brings up food, then you start thinking about it, and you can't, like, unthink about it. And you're like, until you eat it, the craving will not be satisfied. And what is it from LaRue's Kitchen that you want? It's a Creole restaurant, and this is uh, from News on 6. And I want you to describe to me, for folks you don't know, including me, Creole cuisine. What does that mean to you, Renald? Creole cuisine is really understanding the ancient activity it came from. Now, known to be derived from Spanish culture, West African culture, right, the Acadians, you had French, all those things arrive into 
this one bowl. So now I got hungry. Like, was that like jambalaya and things? Uh, yeah, I guess. You tell me. Creole? You're the one that grew up down in uh, the, the Gulf Coast. That's what we used to, because New Orleans is a French city, really. Mm -hmm. uh, tons of French influence. So uh, now I got all hungry. So there's a new place for you to uh, commit crimes. At Here we go again. Mother Enough Road of that. <laughs> okay. What do you got? Uh, did you see this? A pest control worker Ty, was caught urinating in a family's living room. <laughs> Pennsylvania pest control worker charged after being caught on home surveillance. Uh, not just on the floor, right on the furniture in their living room. Here's one of the tenants of the home talking about initially discovering that the guy had uh, urinated all over the home. My cat was sitting at the corner while he was urinating, and we're pretty sure that it splashed onto the cat. The main thing that upsets me is that he urinated on my daughter's toys. It's just, it's a little girl, you know, and she played with it in his pee for two days. What? There you go. Why did he do that? Guess he was upset. Oh, so he was like trying to teach him a lesson or something? Like I'm not too messed with. I can only guess. You'd have to ask the urinator uh, why he did that. And uh, <laughs> you know, of course, don't pee on the kids' toys. But also, I'd be a little upset if they peed on my cat too. How, How about, about just don't, I, pee yeah, anywhere don't pee except anywhere except in my house on anything? <laughs> yeah. uh, did you see this? And uh, you've noticed yourself. Speaking of restaurants, that Brussels sprouts now are on menus a lot more. They're hot. When you were a kid, they were people found them to be disgusting, didn't they? Yeah, but like these restaurants now, they're so delicious. These Brussels sprouts. And what's weird about a Brussels sprout is that I don't know if this is like everybody, but the more burnt they are, the better they are. Uh, like you don't usually burn food, but well, there's a scientific reason why we all started eating Brussels sprouts. Listen to this. So any kid who grew up in the 80s and 90s can tell you that Brussels sprouts were incredibly bitter when we were kids. But in the 1990s, a Dutch scientist he identified the chemical in Brussels sprouts that makes them bitter. So in the 90s, the chemical that was producing that bitter flavor was bred out, crossbred with higher producing varieties, meaning we got more Brussels sprouts that weren't bitter. So by the time the 2010s rolled around, there were lots of Brussels sprouts, and they didn't taste bitter anymore and suddenly they're incredibly palatable and thus really good on restaurant menus oh. genetic modification isn't a dirty word it's how we make tasty vegetables today there you go they uh they taste better now than they did when we were younger so that we weren't wrong they were disgusting earlier but now they like genetically modified it or something and now brussels sprouts are dang delicious that's what they say uh just see this that uh 14 percent of people they love their house to smell like what cleaning product in your opinion uh ponsol mm-hmm -mm. In a new survey, people were asked for their favorite scents to enjoy at home. 17% said anything floral, and 14% say they enjoy the smell of bleach. Like, when I smell bleach, I do associate that with clean, Yeah, but the... not with home. Mm -hmm. I can't stand the smell of that fabuloso. Do you like that? <laughs> well, that's what I use to clean my house. <laughs> there you go. Well, I guess you do like it. Why do you, you like that? Over. I think it turns out that it, that it fabuloso smells. mostly smells. It doesn't really clean anything. It just puts a scent in the air. There's something, like, wrong with my brain, or maybe this is everybody, but, like, if it smells clean, I think it's cleaner, like, in my head. Also, the same thing with a car. When I go clean my car, I think it drives better after that. Do you ever have that? No. What? You think you think your car drives better if you clean it? I know it's not logical. I'm just saying like, oh, my car's cool. Oh, you feel like the uh, placebo effect. Yeah, maybe a little of that. So maybe these cleaner products are doing a little of that. So we'll see how it goes. But the number one is floral. Is that right? Uh, just one of the ones. It's 98.5 The Bull in today's hot country that uh, 
Big chance at the Sound of Moolahs coming up at 910. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. So you'll have to excuse me if this is not that interesting, but I did promise my son. He said, Dad, I want you to tell that story on the radio. And I said, all right, I'll do it for you, buddy. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. So I've got a little boy named Mac. He's seven years old. <laughs> and uh, and we're taking a trip coming up in a few weeks to New York City because uh, I love my sister. She lives in New York. And so we're just, you know, it's hard when you live apart from people and she wants to see Mac again, my little boy, and maybe she wants to see me. I don't know. We're going to New York. And anyway, we're talking about the things we could do in New York City. And I said, um, dude, you know what we can do again because he did come up there when he was little. And this is what bothers me or worries me. A lot of people take their kids to Disney World when they're like one. And I'm like, they might not remember that. So that's kind of my fear. Like, do I drop a bunch of money? Anyway, I took him up to New York City when he was two or three years old. And so I was asking him questions. Do you remember the Statue of Liberty? Yeah, Dad, I, I remember the Statue of Liberty. Do you remember going to the the Empire State Building? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dad. And I said, do you remember going to the M&M store? And he goes, I have no idea what you're talking about. I said, dude, what do you mean? Like, we went to the M&M store. Not only did we go, you made me spend like half our day there. And you don't remember this? Like, I didn't even like it in the M&M store. But I stayed there because I love you. No, Dad, we didn't go to the M&M store, I promise you. You got to knock it off with the lady voice. He's like seven now. This is a grown man almost. But you're in there at the M&M store. I've been there, Times Square, and you can, it's huge. It's It's like the size of a Walmart, M&Ms. I mean, I think they build like the Statue of Liberty out of M&Ms, and there's the Brooklyn Bridge made of M&Ms, and it's just M&M, M&M, M&M everywhere, M&M shirts, M&M toys. And I spent four hours in there. And I know and, you. You're not the kind of guy that likes to spend more than about four minutes in a store that has And I don't like to spend M&Ms. $40 on a shirt either. And I did it all because I love my little boy. And now he doesn't remember the M&M store. I'm like, are you out of your mind? And then we go, and this is, uh, I picked him up in Midtown Tulsa yesterday. This is the ride home from school. And I ask him about a day. And I say, you know, when we go to New York, we'll do this. And then after about five minutes of me going, I cannot believe you don't remember the M&M store. We realized that we were on different pages. He thought he thought I was talking about the rapper M&M, and he said, I never went to an M&M store. This kid... This kid is, I'm explaining, dude, you've been to the M&M store. Well, the he odd, thinks I'm talking about the rapper the whole time. He's like, dude, I've never been there, I promise you. The odd thing is, you probably would spend four hours in oh, I'd go that there. M&M, yeah. Yeah, I'd rather. They need to put an M&M store next to the M&M store. Could you imagine the confusion? <laughs> and then across the street, put an H&M? <laughs> it would be so bad. Be something else. So. Anyway, that's the story. So what's the verdict? Are you, Will y'all now go to the... Oh, yeah. Once he found out I was talking about the candy store, he remembered everything and said, oh, I'd love to go back to the candy m M&M. Well, why did you remind him of it? Now well, you got to go again. And <laughs> oh, guess yeah, what? There ain't sucks. been a whole bunch of m M&M and innovations made in, uh, yeah, it's the, same in the last two or three product, years. Or it? two or three hundred years. It's the same. <laughs> it's 849 with Tiger Daniel at the Bull. 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. Luke Bryan there. He can be as rich as uh, Luke Bryan because how much is our Sound of Moolah up to now, Daniel? Uh, $750. If Luke Bryan's been smart with his money, he's probably got $700. And uh, here's the sound that could get you there. 
We'll play it 9-10 this morning. Tig, I found a, a show for you you need to watch. Uh, it sounds right up your alley, and I'm surprised you haven't been watching it already. Have you seen on HBO Max the uh, show White House Plumbers? Yeah, and I watched it, hated it. You didn't like it at I, all? I thought it was too silly or something. You know, I like history. Like, I'm a big history fan. and uh, But I understand that they want to make it more colorful and more dramatic or something, but I just like the facts, and that show, I hated it. Really? It was that like surprises me about it. Or silly. Well, for those that haven't watched it, did you watch all? Ep- you watch all episodes? Well, when I watched it, there was only one available uh, because I guess when you watch something on HBO, you know they got an episode a week, so you can't watch it like twelve in a row. Mm-hmm. You got to wait for each episode. So I watched the first one. I was like, that, that, nonsense. Well, it must be bad for you who is a, who loves history and you love the idea of Nixon and all that kind I of thing. I love Woody Harrelson, I guess, and it just didn't do it for you. No, it was more like a cartoon than it was history. What you didn't see? Did you see? No, it? I haven't seen it yet. I oh, was going to say we should watch it at the same time and uh, get your thoughts, but you seem to really are poo pooing it. Complete brutality. Because it's not. It's. Is it meant to? Is it trying to be funny or something? Like I like more like documentary style stuff. Well, this isn't a documentary; it's a drama. I understand, but there's also dramas that do a good job of mimicking the reality of the situation. But this show that you're talking about, the plumbers, which they called them plumbers because they were supposed to fix the leaks in the Nixon administration. You know, people started leaking information, and so he got plumbers involved. That's what they called them to fix the leaks. I hated it, so. But you're not but, saying why you hated it. You're just saying I hated it. Was it was like I, a cartoon or something. Even though it wasn't a cartoon, it was just, it just wasn't real. I mean, they had a bunch of crazy dialogue that I, I'm pretty sure didn't happen. And, like, how could they know this? And I don't know. Don't watch it. All right. Well, you don't quit your day job. You can't be a movie or a film or a television reviewer. Yes, you're I like, can. Roger it's a cartoon. Ever- what? Um, listen, that G. Gordon Liddy, is that his name? Mm-hmm. Is that the guy, you know, people kind of act like people that like Trump are really insane sometimes. This guy, didn't he say, Mr. President, if you want me to kill somebody, just tell me a name and I will go kill them. Is that how G. Gordon Liddy was about Nixon? He was like, sir, you're uh, your president, whatever you call the president. We had to get Mr. a president president. for a long time. So I don't know if that's the guy, but, um. He had some very loyal people in his like, circle. Like Nixon had a guy that would say, uh, Mr. President, if you want me to kill somebody, write down the name of it on a piece of paper and I'll do it. <laughs> That's some loyalty right yeah, there. Yeah, people are acting like politics have gotten crazy nowadays. It's always been pretty crazy. It has been. It is not just something brand new. This has been around a long, long time. Like, and, a, like in this, um, the early part of the country, like politicians, they you know were each running for president or center. They call your mom like a hussy. Oh, I and pamphlets I, and, and hermaphrodites and things like that. All manner of things. <laughs> Back in the day, uh, they they got mad at each other. Politicians would get mad at each other. They would duel each other with guns. I mean, we know this. So yeah. Burr. we all of a sudden act like, oh, this is a crazy environment right now. Uh, uh-uh. Back in the day, it was real, real crazy. Yeah, other. they would musket each other. <laughs> That's true. It's time to win cash with Ty and Daniel and the sound of moolah on 98.5 The Bull. Ty, let me introduce you to Leanne. And we were both just talking about, all three of us were talking about baseball. If you have kids playing baseball, that's all you do is baseball. Am I right, Leanne? Yes. Uh, Leanne lives out in Sepulpa. Uh, I was asking about that place called The Freeze. Well, 
I was mistaken. That's in Skyatook. The freeze is in Skyatook, Ty. Got confused by the S's? Yes, very much so. All right, uh, Leanne, I'm sure uh, you would like to have some money here to spend on baseball stuff. Have you identified, do you think you know what the sound of moolah is this morning? Oh, I hope so. And uh, how confident are you out of a scale of 1 to 100 that you know what it is? Oh, like 80% maybe, I hope. 80%. Have you gone to the bulltulsa.com to see all the wrong answers? I have. There's a, a lot of them. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, Leanne, are you prepared to guess the sound of moolah? Yes, I am. Tig's going to play it one more time for you, and then we'll get your guess. Go ahead, Tig, with the sound, please. Leanne, what is your guess Place. Is it a vending machine? Is it a vending machine? It is not. In fact, that was guessed back oh. on the 4th. So it's not a vending machine. You know what I'm going to have to do, Leanne? This is such a hard sound. I'm going to have to go home this evening and re-record the sound of moolah. So it'll be the same item or object. I'll just have to do it again, Tig. Does that make sense to you, Tig, yes. what I'm saying? A different audio angle on the same exact sound. Is that basically what we're looking at? Yeah, I mean, I don't see any other way around it. Nobody's even getting close. Well, Leanne, you're still eligible to win tomorrow morning. And uh, if you could help us with some math, how much was that worth right there, Daniel? That was seven fifty. And if we add fifty dollars, Leanne, uh, what are we at for tomorrow morning? Eight hundred dollars. Eight hundred dollars. That's a lot of money, isn't it, Leanne? What would you do with eight hundred dollars? Oh, probably go on vacation. Oh, where would you like to go on vacation? <laughs> and we're going to Hawaii. Oh my gosh, oh, I'm so jealous. <laughs> Now I'm glad he didn't win. I would love to go to Hawaii. Wouldn't you, Tug? Yeah, I'd like to meet that bounty hunter guy, right? That's why you'd want to go to Hawaii to see Dog the Bounty Hunter? You know how that guy would, like, arrest people? <laughs> like, he's mad at them the whole mm. episode. Then at the end, he's, like, their best friend and gives them cigarettes and things? Yeah. You remember that show, Yeah, Leanne? hot new show. All right. All right, Leanne, you're a real uh, bubbly <laughs> lady. Uh, thank you so much for uh, playing this morning. And uh, tomorrow, another chance at the Sound of Moolah at 710. All right. All right. Thanks, Leanne. Okay. Bye. Bye. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. 98.5 The Bull, the uh, the jackpot for the sound of moolah is at $800 for 710 tomorrow morning. Good morning, Daniel. I'm getting uh, pretty excited, Tyga, about our Tyga Daniels Cornament coming up. It's all presented by Mattress Firm, by the way. It's going to be at Kane's Ballroom. And what I love about this is team of two. You don't have to get 15 people all together. Just you and somebody else, somebody you work well with, a father-son, mother-daughter, father-daughter, daughter-son, all the uh, <laughs> grandfather, we got it. grandson, granddaughter, grandmother, grandson, grandfather, all of that. You can uh, imagine, wouldn't that be awesome to play in a, a tournament? Inside Kane's Ballroom, which we think... It's the first time this has ever been done inside Kane's Barroom, so you'd be part of history, too. That's right. And listen to this prize money. This ain't no uh, chump change here. First place, $600, Doug. And you never, like, to me, playing cornhole is one of those kind of situations where sometimes I'll go play uh, or I'll go bowling, and sometimes I'm really good, and sometimes I'm the worst. But if you get there on, like, a good day, 
Mm-hmm. You might be just hitting those cornament holes, whatever you call it. I don't know how to talk about cornhole, but you might just uh, be killing it. <laughs> yeah, and it all is uh, for the benefit of the Ronald McDonald House. So you're helping a charity. So you got that. Even if you lose, you kind of won because you're helping out a great cause, right? Yeah, I was also just talking to Dana about some of the raffle prizes, and they've got Yeti coolers, all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, guys, you know, we're offering $600 for first prize, and then it goes down like money all the way to sixth place. And I'm like, are we doing too much? Because now you got all this cash we're giving away. Mm-hmm. Then you got raffling off Yeti coolers, for God's sake. We're doing too much on this. I say we back off of it a little bit. Well, uh, well, I'll back off if you promise to do this, and that's go to thebulltulsa.com and sign up. And you only need two people, like Daniel said. <laughs> you said you're going to get your son and then his buddy Arlo. You're going to sign them up for a team. That's just going to be throwing them to the wolves. They're going to be playing against professional cornholers. Could you imagine these two clowns out there? Well, I don't want to, um, like, make it to where people, like, think that uh, it's going to be some kind of Super World Series Super Bowl kind of thing. I want kids to come play too, and that's what's happened. We've seen kids sign up, right? What what would it what would happen if, like, by fluke, two eight year olds somehow defeated everybody and won the six hundred dollars? It would ma- listen. I'll tell you what would happen. It would make national news. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. <laughs> all right. So we're making all sorts of history and news at Kane's Ballroom to sign up for our cornerment, the cornhole tournament. Uh, just go to thebulltulsa.com. Uh, that's thebulltulsa.com.